0: All right, folks. Shalom, and welcome to the Ishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world. You're a part of it, wherever you are. Shalom, and welcome to Malka Fleischer. Hello there. Good to good to be back. Beautiful day show. in Judea. It is a beautiful and lively day. Uh, it's also a day of protests. There's a protestation. Uh, it, sometimes I think the Israeli left is starting to become a little bit like the Palestinians. They're they're starting to have like regular day of days rage, of rage. Yeah. It's like it's like starting to become like a thing. And uh, th- that's too bad because today is should not be a day of rage but should be a day of great uh, joy because today is also Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the new month of Nisan, which is the month of redemption from the word Nisim, uh, from the word miracles. Right. And this is the month of the Exodus, the month of, of, of Passover. So it starts today. It itself is considered a very holy day. This is the day where the tabernacle was anointed. Uh, but it also has National
1: a, Tabernacle Day.
0: National Tabernacle Day. That's what it should be called. National Tabernacle Day. NTD. <laughs> the NTD. That's right. Uh, and, and the only thing is, you should know though that while it is a National Tabernacle Day, and it is also the day that that God showed Moses the first crescent moon and said, "This is the beginning of the new year." Right. So, like God, like instituted time. For the Jewish people.
1: Right. So if you want to see what the moon looked like at the beginning of the calendar, yeah. look up at the sky tonight. When the moon <laughs> is in the seventh house. What is the seventh house? I don't know. I
0: don't know. Those there are, are know. people who know from this stuff. I don't know. I, don't, I certainly yeah. I certainly do not know. But in any case, um, uh, so today is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. You should know, though, that it also has a bit of a zinger in inside of like a bit of a, a pinch, a bit What's of a... That? Like It's also the day that Nadav and Avihu uh, were killed uh, for bringing a um, strange fire into the tabernacle. You know, that's my
1: Torah portion. I always wasn't very happy about that. Yeah? Okay.
0: I mean, there are there are Kabbalistic books explaining how these guys were the highest of the high of the high. You well, know, that's uh, nice. And that's why today's also for the righteous is considered a fast for the righteous. Uh, I, you would
1: think that the righteous would get a feast today.
0: No. But no. The righteous got in trouble today. So, ah, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. So it's a fast for the righteous. I'm I'm just saying that's Judaism there for you go. We're like yep. we like we're like woo! Rosh Chodesh Nisan, new year, new, yeah, the beginning of the new year, beginning of the of the tabernacle, beginning of the new time. But it's also like Yes. Don't over don't yeah. over. It. There's also a a bit of a, a, a you know, a tad of a a tad of a of a pinch there. Uh and I guess that's I guess I guess in a way that's the that's that's the real it's the realness of, of being Jewish, uh, because uh, being Jewish is, and I think also being a human being, which is like this. It's life is bittersweet. It's filled with amazing moments, highs, and it's filled with with the other things as well. You know, and those things are also a gift. Really, they are all a gift. But you know, here here are beautiful Israel. Like I was at the Knesset all day yesterday. I've got a lot of stories for you from the Knesset. Um, you know, it's wow the Jewish people and Shmuli Botech came in. You're going to hear about that in a minute. And he like was waxing about how great the rebirth of the Jewish people in the land of Israel is. And at the same time, it was also one of these days where there was tons of infighting in the Knesset and tons of tension. And so it was just like, that's the reality. It's like, it's hugely, you know, beautiful. uh, But it's a, but it's a living space. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's like, so, so that's that's the tension. Well, first before I go into the to what happened in Knesset, I want to tell you a few things that happened Chevron recently. Just two things that happened. First is that I uh yes, the day before yesterday I toured a group. No, I spoke to a group of the Abraham Hospital hostel. I spoke to a group of the Abraham Hostel in the Avram Avino Synagogue, and there I uh you know, faced the usual questions and all the stuff. Uh but there was a lot of Germans. There was a lot of Germans in that group, like five and i i find speaking with germans to be always very interesting because they're intellectual on the one hand on the other hand they've got these conceptions and i just said to them like why do you guys vote against israel in the un i said to them, if i was a german i i would just take a vow of neutrality vis-a-vis israel i would just accept neutrality be like nope, we don't vote on israel issues good or bad because our country had a hand in the uh, genocide of six million Jews, and that genocide of six million Jews what do you was mean, tied to a into, hand in. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> we did that. that, and we did that not just because like some crazy dude came on the scene and just made it up. There was tons and tons of anti-Semitism when Hitler came around. It wasn't like he invented it there was tons of it in this. there was newspapers and newspapers and whole whole movements talking anti-semitism and anti-semitism and this was based on all german anti-semitism so it's like
1: it's like it's like
0: maybe your you know dirty past should inform the present and maybe you should just not say something about the jewish state given that you've got this no son. predilection
1: Right or a history or whatever. Right. Yeah, So
0: they were just they were just stunned. I'm like I'm like, D-
1: wouldn't you want to? What kind of stunned?
0: They were the kind of stunned that they were stunned for a little bit. They just had no answer. I just I, and I like that's part of my one of my speaking uh, tricks is that you got to take dramatic pauses. You're yes. Like, you're like, don't you think? <laughs> just just wait for them to react. And in that moment, it's like whoever reacts first, you know, loses. You know, it's uh-huh. like. It's like it's like, don't you think? And just you just look them in the eye, just, you know. And uh, so that was that was one thing. The other thing I want to tell you is that I spoke also with. Uh, I had a chance to tour young Israelis in a pre-military academy, a so-called mechina. And these guys were really secular. What I mean is like they were just truly secular folks okay they were like from secular backgrounds there wasn't like a lot of kids there being like i want to put on tefillin or or yeah my family says kaddish or kaddish uh, kiddish or whatever it is you know friday night and like it was one of these places that we have a term for that in israel it's called schmutznikim like truthfully like fully fully you know uh like secular from a secular place right it's like like kibbutznik schmutznik they say they say a kibbutz that's totally totally secular these kids, all I'm saying is I have, I really had nothing against them. They were sweet like anything. They were sweet, and they were intellectual and intelligent, um, but they were really secular. And one after the other, after I talked to them, we had a great time, and I could see that their pintalayid, their Jewish neshama, their Jewish soul, came out and felt to the tomb of the patriarchs and matriarchs because they gave me the opportunity to share those feelings with them. And I told them that you don't have to have necessarily just religious feelings. If you've got national feelings, you could feel that here as well, given that this is the forefathers and mothers of our peoplehood. Right. These are your grandparents. Right. So even if you don't feel a like spiritual, religious, biblical connection, our tribe, you you believe that we're a tribe, or a peoplehood, here's the founders. And so there's that. But anyway, at the end, two different people, and maybe a third one also, came to me and was like this, because I think one came with another person which was like, one said to me the question of like, if you could, um, if we could just keep the Maratha the tomb of the patriarchs, the matriarchs, but like the rest would be controlled by the Arabs, could you live with that? And another person said to me, what is your, um, what, in your value system, what's more important, land or life? Would you be willing mm-hmm. to give Those up? Those are good questions. Would you be willing to give up uh, the land for peace? Or like is peace the ultimate value Or is the land the ultimate value And therefore you're willing to fight for it and lose life Okay so what would you say I said to them like this I said I'll have to translate this into English After I I say it I said to them That is a very Ashkenazi question I said to them Both of them I said those are Ashkenazi style questions Which means in Israel Like a a kind of like It doesn't really mean specifically Ashkenazi It just means detached from Middle Eastness And I just said to them those are totally detached from the Middle East questions. You think that the tension is between land and I'm willing to fight for it and willing to therefore give up life. So therefore land is more important than life. And so you got it. The, your formula is completely wrong. The truth is if you hold on to the land, that's how you get security and you get life. Once you start giving up land, then you start inviting the enemy to come in more and then attack you more. And then you lose life. See, as a Middle Easterner, would never be like, is it? What's more important, land or life? Be like, my life is dependent on the land. The land is dependent on my life. The whole thing is they're weaved together. And if I'm strong and I'm on my land, then I got life. And then I push the bad guys back, and then we can have peace, right? And this is the greatest irony that lefties never understand: that we have peace because you are strong and you held onto your land. Therefore, you have peace. But they're like, they're like, could I, could I? If if you keep a little bit. Right? And then they keep the rest, then we'll have peace. Because they're in such a Western model that peace comes through sharing. Right? Through, like, we both have claims.
1: Right, so we all feel better.
0: We all feel better because we have a little bit of the claim. And it sounds right, and it is logical. It's just incorrect. It has a logic, but it's not a correct logic, and it's certainly not Middle Eastern logic. You give, let's say, you give the Arabs all of Hebron, but you keep the Marat Yeah, right. You will not be able to keep them out of They'll fight you for it forever. And they'll say, look, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're still occupying our, our you know, the Ibrahimi mosque. And, and it's like, no, the way to get the Arabs to come down is you rule the place. It's yours. The ones that, are, are, that respect your law can live here. And make it clear. And then they'll be like, okay, and now we have peace because they'll respect the fact that you're here strong and not weak. Any case, so that was that was two discussions that I had with uh, with, uh, with 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 folks touring in Chevron. Uh, any thoughts on that, Maka, or you're you good with it? No, I'm
1: just li- I'm yeah. just listening. It's very interesting.
0: Now, then, at the Knesset yesterday, Maka, I got to tell you two stories. First story is that at some point, two Knesset members surrounded Shmuli Botach and his family that, that came in, and and I, uh, you know, I helped. Uh, oh, his whole Ora. family came. He doesn't he never travels alone. He's a, he's a is. I love okay? that about him actually. Shmuley Botech, he
1: like he is such a family man. It's really incredible. He is all that he's is He's the most one of the most family people I've ever seen. I, I absolutely.
0: Really, people don't know that, but the guy travels in family.
1: Like some people when they want to get something done, they like put the family, you know, to go do something else so that they well, can like get something done. Right, which but makes sense, him, right? which makes well, a lot of people do that. But for him it's like he brings his family along to everything. That's right. He doesn't like lose any energy from that. It's no. really amazing.
0: Right. So so Debbie was there and Menachem Mendel was there, and uh, Shmuley came in because his son finished. Uh, his son finished uh, the beret march. You know these the what we call Masakumta. the Sakumta. Um. Uh, um uh, and and uh, and he was in Israel for that, and he came into the to the Knesset. And at some point, he was surrounded by these two Knesset members, and I introduced him. One was Yitzchak Kreuzer from Otzma Yehudi, mm-hmm. the party that I work with, and one was Arya Kalner from um, from the Likud. Two young Knesset members, like in their thirties, and Kalner says to Shmuli Botech, I'm pushing a law right now. I already p- passed it in first reading, to stop paying Israeli social security to jihadist terrorists, oftentimes murderers, who sit in our jails.
1: They get social security payments if
0: they're Israeli Arabs. Give out. Right? And he's like, "Well, they've announced that they're actually part of a foreign army and they came to kill Jews as a as a."
1: Identifier with a foreign value and right. a foreign uh, nation. Value. Right, and therefore
0: we should stop paying them uh, paying them social, Israeli social security. So he's trying to pass that law. And the other guy, Kreuzer... Well, there's,
1: now there's a little bit of a precedent in that you can, there uh, under certain circumstances, you can take away the citizenship of Israeli uh, Arabs who commit terrorism acts.
0: Right, this is a related law. Right. And then Kreuzer was like, yeah, I'm working to make uh, protection rackets uh, be more. They're illegal, but to make it like much harsher the sentencing and the punishment and the identification of this crime, which is basically that 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 like Bedouins and Arabs go go around and say to, to businesses like bus bus companies right. and construction businesses and say, "Oh, you need our protection, right? Pay us a thousand shekel a month, uh, and then your businesses will be fine. And if not,"
1: maybe they won't be fine. They
0: maybe they won't be fine and they're oftentimes not. So so like and I was just like wow, two young bucks, young Knesset members and you could see the inner fire in their eyes, a drive, not fake, not to be famous, not to be super twitter stars, you know? Right. Out there being young ideological parliamentarians and I suddenly like caught that moment in my in my mind, it locked in. I was like, wow, Here's two young guys, two different parties, doing the good work. They're not; their names aren't so famous. Most people don't know who they are, but I know. And I was just like, "Wow!" You know what I mean? And they and I explained it to Shmuley, to Rabbi Shmuley, and he was impressed. And then this is the best one. Down the hall comes Doctor Ahmed Tibi, uh, one of the leading Arab Knesset members, and a long time, um, long time. He was Yasser Arafat's aide. He keeps a big picture of Yasser Arafat in his office. In his
1: office in the Knesset? In the
0: Knesset. Speaking, oh of, gosh, paying, paying, speaking of paying paying. Speaking of terrorists, right? This yeah, Mamash, This wow. guy gets a huge salary from the state of Israel.
1: And who knows from where else?
0: And where else. And he is a powerful enemy of the Jewish people from within our Knesset. I see him strolling down the hall, looking calm and collected as usual. And I say to Rabbi Shmuley, I'm like, hey, look, there's Ahmad Tibi. Maybe you want to you know, say hi to him for a second. He's, you know. And I catch that Ahmed Tibi, with a politician's eye, just takes a, his eye, like, takes catches a... Catches him. No, it just
1: oh, it scans scan.
0: left for like a microsecond. Scans the scene, sees who Shmuli Botech is standing with, which is ostensibly some right-wing folks. Catches the guy. Shmuli Botech comes right up to him, sticks out his hand, and he goes, uh, Hi, uh, Dr. Ahmed Tibi, remember Tibi. this is, you know, my name is Shmuli Botech. And this and that, and he like thrusts his hand for a handshake, he shakes his hand, and he says to him something like, Well, what do you do? And he says, I'm a rabbi in New York City, and Shmule, and and uh, Batek says, I'm a rabbi in New York City without missing a beat. Um Tibi says, Well, no one's perfect. <gasps> Drops the hand and keeps a walking. Keeps a walking
1: boom. It Ew. was and so so, sh- so then later Shmule- Wow, it's a good spa. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: It was awesome.
1: Then what happened?
0: That's it. He just kept walking.
1: nobody's perfect?
0: He just looked at him and goes, well, nobody's per he goes, well, nobody's perfect. And he just And he just kept walking. And it O-M-G. was
1: OMG. It
0: was it was so awesome. And then he goes, This believe what Tech says to me. He goes, Well, you know, you know, but he he certainly didn't like uh he certainly didn't win me over. I'm like
1: win you over i don't think he was trying to win you over slash your tires if if he was outside with your car right now slash your
0: tires yeah uh point is the point is is that here's what happened
1: holy here's 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 i have never heard such a thing it
0: was awesome and shmooley who is you know uh a a brilliant brilliant you know thinker and, and 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 rhetorician yeah was dumbstruck
1: well, yeah, He was dumbstruck,
0: and and but but my. What favorite, are you supposed to say? But my favorite part of this all is the analysis. See, see, Shmuley Buter, no, is is out there, and he's like, okay, let me be cute. Yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, Not
1: everybody with, loves cute.
0: Not only that, Ahmad is a is a is. A, is a, I, I think he's t- many years, twenty years. I don't know in the Knesset. He is. A practiced hand. His eyes sharp. He's a sharp enemy of the Jewish people of Israel. And And he sized up. Right. He sized up the situation in a microsecond, and he's like, "Oh, this, this, uh, this little Jew is going to be, you know, witty with me. He's going to be a We're not not friends. No, he's going to be wise with me. You know, he's going to play like, look at me, I'm the rabbi. I know what's going on with you. He's like, no." No, we're in a war. We're in a jihad and you're nothing. I'll step on you like a, like a, Whoa. and that's where he's at. And I was so appreciative because I'm actually so appreciative of when the enemy is real right, right. instead of faking it. Had Ahmed to be like, yes, oh, yes. so nice to meet you. Yeah. And we got to fight for human rights and stuff like that. Blah, blah, blah. I would have been like, oh God, you know? But the fact that he like showed his, his, uh, his uh, like...
1: That is unbelievable. It was an
0: awesome moment. It was an awesome moment. Wow,
1: wow. Uh, I, you
0: know, when I say awesome, of course, I mean that I... It's something uh, to behold. Yeah, it's something to behold. And it's I, real professional bad guys are something that... And they, they're they good at their craft. It's something that I respect. Or I don't respect, like, like. I just, I'm like, I am aware of their, you know. Wow. Anyways, it was an awesome moment. And and then, uh, then I brought uh, Shmuley and Family... To meet with uh, Minister Ben Gvir, it was very, very interesting. That a great talk about fear. Shmuley very correctly <laughs> identified that 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 Israel lives still with a lot of fear. Yeah. And that's what, in many ways, uh, Minister Ben Gvir came to uh, fight, which is the daily fear that that, that Jews uh, that Jews live with. Um, you know, Amalka, um I did get a chance to speak myself uh, to Shmuley uh Rabbi Shmuley Botech, So let's uh, play that audio right now. All right. All right, folks, Ishai Fleischer here at the Knesset, and we're right outside the plenum waiting for the minister, Ben Gvir, mm-hmm. and I am with the one and only, uh, we call him the the, the rabbi of America, America's rabbi, Standard America's rabbi, rabbi, and rabbi and of, of course, of rabbi, that's Universal's right, rabbi. that's right, and it's the one and only Rabbi Shmueli Botech, and uh, also what I call the uh, rabbi's emissary to Judea and Samaria and the, and yeah, the, the right of the Jewish people in the land that's of Israel. My best, that's my most
2: important title. I am the Rebbe's, uh, me and Yosel Gutnik, self-appointed. He's appointed by the Rebbe. Yosel, if you're listening, self-appointed. I am the Rebbe Shlech V'Shleimut Not one
0: inch. That's our motto. Not one inch. That's right. And, and yet, uh, uh, for, well, let's start it slowly. First thing, you're here, uh, obviously, to visit the Land of Israel, but also you are here wearing a T-shirt in the Knesset that says, We're so proud of you, Yosef. Your son yeah. Yeah. today finished his hike that receives the B'Reim, the Masa for Sayeret Golani, a very elite unit.
2: People call me a fighter for the for the Jewish people. I appreciate the moniker, but I don't deserve it because it's the soldiers who are the real fighters. And I I now have three children who've served in the IDF. My son Mendy is right next to me. He was in the uh, Sheva. But today, our son Yosef. Uh, who is uh, the seventh in the family, thank God, got his beret at Sayer Kalani. We could not be prouder. It was an uplifting, unforgettable afternoon. And it made me think of the six million and how we have a Jewish army now to ensure that never again isn't just a slogan, but it's a real commitment.
0: Never again. Watch this. Watch this uh, transition. And yet while your son is in Golani, while we're in the Knesset in Jerusalem, yet you readily admit to me that there are no-go zones in Israel, that people face terrorism around here, that 14 people have been, 15 people have been murdered in the past month in Israel just before being Jewish, etc. So there's the flip side is is that the war continues. It's not that we just have these guys in cool berets and all that kind of stuff. No, they're actually active in fighting crime, and you wanted to meet some of the ministers that are fighting uh, uh, terrorism. they security,
2: correct. 15 Jews murdered in a month. You have to, we Americans have to multiply that by 30. So you're talking, it would have been thousands of Americans dead. No democratic society would ever tolerate that. There would be an absolute uh, uproar. But here in Israel, even in Israel, we've grown accustomed to the idea that Jewish blood is kind of. Uh, cheap, and that it's expected that Jews die. And that's the way Jews live in Israel. They live with terrorism. Where did we ever make that Faustian bargain, that having a state means that we have to die? Herzl's original vision for the state of Israel was to it was to give us a refuge from anti-Semitism. And if we don't even have that, then you have to say, God forbid, I mean, I don't believe this, of course, but that the purpose of the state is failed, because first and foremost, it has to be about Jewish security. Well, let's just call it not fully achieved, not failed. Well, until the Jews feel completely safe in Israel, then we have not fully achieved the dream of our homeland because Jewish life is valuable. What Israel did was give Jews a sense of value. What the Nazis did was show that the Jewish life has, has zero value. In Europe, it had a, a drop of value. Israel is about 100% value, that, that Jewish life is of infinite value. That can't be true if we walk to the hotel and we're shot and killed. It can't be true if when I drive, as I did today for my, my son's ceremony in the Golan. People tell me, don't go through Derah Chabikah. Don't go through the Jordan Valley because you might end up dead. That can't be true that when my wife and I want to go to Ir David yesterday and we have to go the long way around through Shar people say you may not survive that short 15 minute on Google Maps uh, drive. Israel has to live up to its fullest commitment to protect Jewish life, and I honor those ministers who were prepared to do the hard work to make that happen.
0: Uh, you know, we're not just fighting jihadism, but we're also fighting deep state. And there is a deep state in Israel that a lot of times pushes back against that. Uh, you could call it leftism, call them whatever you want. You call it complacency, but there's many times where it's been not, where, where where people like Minister Ben-Gvir don't have an easy time changing the system. And there's a kind of an entrenched bureaucracy that wants to see things quiet, and they don't mind that there's no go zones, and they they allow these illegal houses to be built in. In in short, we've allowed a lot of the stuff to happen in the Jewish state, so yes, there have been some failures, certainly. Well,
2: let's be clear: when when it comes to someone like Minister Ben Gvir, he's charged not only with protecting Jewish life, but all of the Arab Muslim lives who are citizens of the state of Israel. He gave a speech the other day that I only rec- I only heard about because of this beautiful op-ed he wrote in Newsweek about an Arab police officer who was murdered, and he spoke at the funeral and he said that your family is part of me, and I'm part of you. You have to remember when we speak about when we speak about the the the, the uh, erosion of security. Uh, here in, in Israel, it's not, it doesn't only affect Jewish lives, it affects Arab lives. They also end up dead and murdered. And all of these genocidal organizations that are arrayed against Israel with threats of annihilation, whether it's the mullahs in Tehran to Israel's west, Israel's east, or whether Israel's north is Hezbollah, or Israel's east is of, uh, the, I'm sorry, the west is, uh, is Hamas. They are committed to the annihilation of the state of Israel, which also has 1.4 million Arab citizens. If we get, God forbid, an Iranian nuke on Israel, that's not, it's not gonna suddenly only affect the radiation poisoning, doesn't only affect Jews, it affects everybody. So the, the, the world, the community of nations has to stop pretending that Israel only protects Jewish life. It protects every Christian life, every atheist life, every, every Greek Orthodox life, every Muslim life.
0: Okay. Let's talk a little bit about something that's a little closer. This is home, but you also live in the United States. So I want not say closer to home, but then I wanted to check myself because this is home, Eretz Israel. Uh, but your home is also, your domicile is the, the America. You love America. You're America's rabbi, etc. It's a great country, and, and yet uh, its greatness is a little bit tinged these days with anti-Semitism, uh, with uh, fear on campus, with uh, a sense that the media is against us. Certainly, the folks at the White House—we don't feel on this end. I'll, I'll say from from my perspective, we don't feel that they're with us exactly, uh, and with our, are much more with our enemies, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and there is just there is a boiling tension that's under there, and there's a boiling tension for American Jewry who in many cases is not feeling as safe and as comfortable as they used to let's talk about that a little
2: there's a outbreak of antisemitism in the united states public that has no precedent when you have uh, some of the most famous celebrities like uh, kanye west kanye west is one of the three or four most famous african-american celebrities in the united states when he can speak open and i'm very close to the black community and with we have such strong bonds of of spiritual connection a shared persecution with the black community when you have a celebrity like him saying that he loves hitler hitler killed ten thousand jews every single day for four years that's extremely troubling but let's be clear uh, Yishai, I want to turn the tables on you for a moment. We know we have a problem in the United States, but if 14 Jews had been murdered in the United States, the way we've been murdered in Israel over the past month, the American government would be convening all, you know, Biden would have been going to each one of these places. He would have been convening, uh, uh, even Biden, just this past Thursday, had a giant conference about the growth of anti-Semitism. I was invited Friday, Arab Shabbat, I couldn't do it because I was here in Israel, for a White House phone call about, about anti-Semitism. If 14 Jews were murdered in the United States, the American government would be up in arms. Here in Israel, it's almost like you could kind of accept it. Okay. Let's also remember, when 11 Jews were murdered at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, President Trump went straight there. I remember that Ron who just passed by over here. He was our ambassador at the time. He flew on Air Force One with President Trump there. So, there was an outbreak of anti-Semitism, but we're not going to tolerate 14, 15 Jews dying. It's almost like here in Israel, it's expected that terrorism is going to murder us we don't expect that in the united states and american police uh the, the police law enforcement fbi they would all be going crazy if 15 jews were murdered so there is a great outbreak of anti-semitism but israel has israel's got to stop this belief that
0: that it's, it's de this is something to be expected Okay, that's all true, and, but yet still, I want to go back to a point, though. Yes. Which is, and I saw it. I was just recently at the Chabad House in Tallahassee, yeah. uh, FSU, oh, Unbelievable. and and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the youth there are not feeling good, and they're not feeling, and they're not feeling uh, that they could show their Judaism without them being attacked. Me and that's, my, right, that's me, what's happening there. My mother died a month ago. Me
2: and my son Mendy, and Mendy's the head of it. We just launched the Jewish Defense Network, uh, JDN, because Jews are not feeling secure. Let me why, tell you something. Why does
0: I'm that curious. name sound familiar? I don't know why. Why is that? <laughs>
2: We have, we have students on campus who are afraid to wear kippot. We have the, the delegitimization of the American Jewish community. We have the demonization of the American Jewish community. We have open anti-Semites like Rashida Talib and Ilan Omar who, who, in, who just trade in, in Jewish tropes that Jews, Jews are bloodsuckers and Jews are greedy and Jews are money grubbers. Cetera, it's all about the Benjamins. And, and it's astonishing that these people are lawmakers. And that it's also astonishing that many of our allies in the Democratic Party, and we have many allies in the Democrats. Let's remember that support for Israel is bipartisan in the United States. But many of our closest allies just voted to keep Elon Omar on the Foreign Relations Committee, which is also an outrage. But the biggest problems we face is absolutely on campus, and there any campus that allows BDS to flourish should be defunded by the federal government. And to President Trump's credit, he tried to do that as administration. Why are these universities that are allowing the delegitimization of Israel? Listen, we want to see free freedom of speech on campus, but we don't want to see, um, uh, uh, uh student governments and, 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 uh, the pension funds and investment funds of universities saying that they're going to boycott Israel, they shouldn't be getting any any federal funding. Come
0: on, come on. We know it when we see it. We're not talking about freedom of speech. We're talking about bullying. We're talking about kids not feeling safe anymore. I I talk to kids, they tell me that there's swastikas all over the bathrooms in high schools, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, that pennies are being thrown at them. There's a change. I have no issue with people getting up on
2: campus and saying, I don't like Israel. I have an issue when these universities are getting federal funds when they boycott Israel. Mm -hmm. That is against most of, of state statutes. New York, my friend, Governor, former Governor Andrew Cuomo, was one of the first to pass a law. You boycott Israel, we boycott here in New York. Why are these any universities getting any kind of funding? As far as the harassment of Jewish students, as far as the bullying of Jewish students, of course they have to be protected. Of course this should never be allowed. We can't have Jewish students afraid to wear any kind of Jewish symbols publicly on campuses, and this is happening everywhere. All I'm saying is we also have to see a grassroots effort on the part of Jewish students themselves To fight back against this, right? You know, the Adelson, uh, you know, the the amazing late Sheldon Adelson of blessed memory, and his and his wife, the the world's foremost Jewish philanthropist, Miriam Adelson, they launched Campus Maccabees, the Maccabees Task Force, to try to fight this. That was something that me and Miriam helped to create together with other people as well. We need to see Hillel engaging in the battle. We need to see Chabad engaging in the battle. Unfortunately, a lot of the Jewish organizations decide up front, the Jewish student organizations, that Israel is toxic. And therefore, if they defend Israel, no one's going to come. I have a lot of Chabad I.e., I.e., they've succumbed
0: to the anti-Semitic narrative.
2: Right. And they think that a lot of Chabad rabbis are saying to me, listen, I want students to keep Shabbat. They're not going to come for chicken soup if I have an Israeli flag.
0: I, I want to tell you, though, that the Chabad rabbi that I was with, Oyrichman. Uh, told me the opposite. He said, when a kid goes to Israel for the year, or for a summer, or for a trip, he comes back stronger and is more willing to go to Chabad, and is a prouder Jew. That's what he told me. And he said to me, look at this guy. This guy wasn't for three years, he was on campus, he wasn't in my Chabad. He went to Israel for a week. He came back now, he's a strong Jew, and he's a strong at the Chabad well, here in campus. that's why I believe
2: in Birthright, because Birthright allows these students who hear these false narratives on campus to come and see the beauty of majestic, democratic Israel. You know, I'm staying at a hotel near Mamilla Mall, You go there any single night, you will see Arab women dressed to the nines, beautifully attired. No, the idea that anyone would harass them, bother them, everyone is so happy to see them. The idea that Israel is an apartheid state is one of the greatest libels, one of the greatest blood libels against the Jewish people in history. And you have to come here to see it. To the contrary, sadly, it's Jews who are told that with big red signs, if you go into this Arab village, you are going to die. You know, I brought the former chief spokesperson for the United States military worldwide, Dana White, to Israel, and when we she's an African-American woman, and when she... I remember that trip. When she first saw these... Actual signs telling Israelis, do not go into Jericho because you are going to die. She took a picture next to it and said, I can't believe this. I can't believe that they're, the Israeli government is advertising to Israeli citizens. If you go here, we can't protect you. You're going to die. But so seeing the reality on the ground, is it, it's transformative. So birthright does that. Chabad does it too. I'm very proudly Chabad, but I do think Chabad has and, to and, be. And much more forcefully engaged in the fight for Israel on campus. The
0: Chabad uh, just had a huge trip called the spirit in the land or the land in the spirit yep. And it was through JLI And they right. came to Chevron yeah, Big time great. 750 people And I don't know Many organizations Maybe because ZOA came, right. It was very beautiful To now, see them
2: It is And I'll let them Take Israeli flags And put them up At all the
0: Chabad houses And that's one of your fights is, It uh, is, it uh, is. Uh, With Chabad Which you The
2: Rebbe was the proudest Jew And he loved Israel With every fiber of his being There is no Jewish leader In our time That spoke more passionately And more forcefully About Israel Not surrendering A centimeter A millimeter of land More than the Rebbe More than any of the Nachalim more than any of their leaders, the Rebbe said, that any kind of surrender of land brings about a surrender right. of the nation, God forbid. And the Chabad has to emphasize that point.
0: Great points, Rabbi Shmueli Botech. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Knesset. Any second now, uh, the minister is going to come out and I want you to uh, have time to, to meet him. Keep on fighting the fight. Um, and, uh, you know, you're bringing your children to be warriors here in the land of Israel. Both, they're strongly Jewish, and also strong fighters. That's really the combination of this time, which is to be a, a, to be a Jew in the land of Israel and also to be a Jew in your neshama and your Torah. It's amazing.
2: I've given my children a drop of Jewish pride. They've given me much more in return. My son, Mendy, standing right next to me, served as an elite combat soldier and continues in the Miluim and the reserves. He was also an, an elite BDS fighter at, at NYU. He was also shliach of the Rebbe, in, in Frankfurt, Germany. Go and try that, Yishai Fleischer. Go and try to be a, an emissary on the streets of Frankfurt, Germany. He did that. I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of all of our, our children. My daughter Hannah, who is the first of our, of our children to serve in the IDF. And by the way, the IDF, oh, my God, the majestic Israel Defense Forces. What a, what a crowning achievement of the Jewish people, a first Jewish army since the Maccabees. Absolutely.
0: It is an amazing thing. And so thank you very much for being here with thank me. You. And Big Yashikoch. And we'll see you in America. We'll see you here in Israel. We'll see you all over the world. Because our message is spreading. We're going to fight that anti-Semitism. but We're going to spread love and strength uh, and the light that, that is Israel and the Jewish people and the time for, for the Torah to spread to the world. So well, thank, thank you very much.
2: And I should also just say... Finally, Go ahead. One last thing. I was with you at about 1 a.m. Shavuot, and I come to Israel for Shavuot because my, my father's site is a few days before Shavuot. You gave the most brilliant Tvar Torah it was so brilliant I can't even repeat it, it, like, it was a, 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 but I'm, I'm serious. I, I didn't know you were such a great Torah teacher. Do you remember you did it over like five minutes and you were going to
0: mikvah and... I was blown
2: away, Yishai Fleischer. Yeah, I thought the, you were just great at PR. No. I didn't realize
0: you were such a great Torah teacher. I, actually, the thing inside that, that drives me every day is the, is the Torah, is the text. That, that's what I love. I and, saw it that, that yeah, night. That's, that's, Luz that's, Luz. It that's, what, that's what I really live inside. And that's why I work in Hebron. That's where it all comes from. Rabbi Shmueli Botech, thanks will so much.
2: Where you go, I will go. Your people are my people. I don't want to be buried next to you because we're both going to live until the shiach comes, but the rest of that verse applies. Okay.
0: All right, folks, we're back. Maka, that was uh, it was a fun talk there with uh, Shmueli Botech. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Maka, I also wanted to tell you that today's show is dedicated uh, to somebody very special. That's right, something very special, which is Batya Yona, but Yosef Levinson, which is my good friend Yochaveit's mother. Ah, uh, yes. And so uh, she passed away this last week at a ripe old age and a very, very uh, a, a strong life, uh, a very successful life, um, and an beloved organized by her life, family. beloved by her family and friends, and respected for being just a strong, you know, a strong, a mentally strong and achieving person. And so it was. Uh, it's an honor to today to uh, uh, to to name the to to dedicate the show to her and i also just i you know i met her many times uh and she has uh she had uh, a great influence on Yocheved, who was, you know one of the people behind the whole uh Ishai Fleischer and Kuma right, you sure. know right right
1: long time partner
0: that's right and so uh, and so it's it's an honor today to uh to dedicate the show to Yona, who i had also uh, uh i i also uh uh helped the process of making sure that she had a Hebrew name. Oh. And so, Bacheona, uh, and Bat Yosef Levinson, God bless your soul, and thank you so much for, uh, for your great family, your great work on this earth, and we honor your memory, and continue to uh, do uh, good work in your name here. In the, right, in, that's in right,
1: and may your offspring be healthy and successful, um, and driven with a great mission, and live to a ripe old age.
0: Yeah, fet. Um, Hawara, back in the news, Yeah, uh, there was a shooting again in Hawara. And this time, though, uh, this time the bad guys chose, picked the wrong guy to mess with, to mess with. And I want to tell you that uh, when I first heard the story, I was like, oh, my God. Turns out that, 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 that a terrorist... Uh, shot at a car right at the the front window.
1: The car basically slowed down to let him walk by. There uh-huh. was a pedestrian, uh-huh. and he was starting to walk out into the street, so they slowed down so that he could walk ahead. Mm-hmm. And then he turned around.
0: And began shooting and right shot at the shot head at their of the driver. Right? Right. Happened to be that he was shooting at a, a, a U.S. Marine, a martial artist, uh, a highly trained warrior. And this trained warrior, David Stern, who a lot of people in the anglo community know was injured in the head managed to take out his gun shoot back at the bad guy through his
1: own windshield through
0: his windshield then having identified that he had been wounded was able to put up on himself a uh tourniquet tourniquet which he had on him sure and uh, the uh, the bad guy was uh, apprehended soon afterwards because he was bleeding and he, was, he had right, been they hit. they found him, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, David Stern came back yesterday after spending uh, some time in the hospital in a sheer and utter miracle that... Uh,
1: There's so many components to the miracle. His wife was also in the car. And she was like not... I mean, she was treated for shock basically because of the shocking experience that she went through. Um, but aside from that she was okay and he was shot in the head he was shot in the head you know Israel just buried a person who was shot in the head that's right or Ashkar right who was a two-time iron man mm-hmm. and he was just walking down the street the videos circulated he was something like two almost two weeks ago now in Tel Aviv. in Tel Aviv and he was he was looking at his cell phone yeah and he totally missed it. He got shot in the head, and he, and he he's under the soil of the land of Israel now. Mm-hmm. And uh, David Stern also got sh- shot. in I think in the it's head. Stern. Stern. Okay, yep. and he he was he was uh, he was welcomed home yesterday in a large and boisterous. You know, it's funny because we lately we've only been seeing Israeli flags in the hands of anti-coalition. Uh, People who have been fighting the judicial reform. They're against the coalition. They're against the reform. And they've commandeered the Israeli flag for that purpose. But yesterday we saw videos from David Stern's house. He was brought home in a what's called a shayara, which is a everyone driving together caravan. The caravan, yeah of cars, including uh, Rav Shatzim, heads of security from local towns who all came to escort him home in their cars. And a big, long procession of cars drove him all the way from the hospital in Jerusalem all the way to his, his home in Samaria. And standing, waiting for him was his whole community out in the street, children, moms, dads, everybody, nighttime, black outside, so eagerly waiting for him waving Israeli flags and he got out of the car on his own two feet. he has a um, a sling uh, one arm and a sling because he was also shot in the arm and uh you know a bandage still on his head and he walked out of the car and was received with songs and with hugs and speeches were made about the, about uh, you know their gratitude and the greatness of living in the land of Israel uh, waving Israeli flags. It was really beautiful.
0: Amazing. I mean, Baruch Hashem.
1: Yeah, Baruch Hashem, really.
0: It, when I first heard the story, it was coming out that like- What, that
1: he was shot. That he was shot. Like the first first
0: moments you hear the story, I was, I was like, I just turned to Hashem, I was like, this is not fair. This guy, he's known, he's known as Ninja Dave, okay? And I was like, this is not fair. This guy's been a, a practicing warrior all his life. God, you didn't give him a chance to fight back. But then information came back, which is like, for some reason, the gun was found in the middle of the road, right? And that was immediately like, why the terrorists drop the gun? That doesn't make sense. And and then it started trickling out. No, he actually shot back at him. No, and he's actually somehow the you know soon afterwards we heard that that the though though the bullets had grazed his head, hit his head, did not like did not kill him, and did not seriously did not harm true. his brain.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, so, it's unbelievable. And I you know over the course of time. I've developed a uh, a belief that when you hear about a terror attack, yeah. I want to share this out there, and we should never hear of another one. So this should be really, really impractical, w- time-wasting advice. Mm-hmm. But if, in the case that it should ever happen again, that there's another terror attack. Right. I think it's important. This sounds obvious, but it's actually not so obvious. It's important to stop and pray. Right. A lot of times when we hear about a terror attack, it's like, oh my gosh, that is awful. Oh my gosh, that's awful! Awful. Checking the news, checking the news, right? But if you think about it, when you're getting this information, there's a person who's like life is hanging in the balance at that moment. Mm-hmm. They need you at that moment. Mm-hmm. Take ten minutes. I hand it out to my kids uh, to Hillam. They read just a few. They all they each read like five or six to Hillam,
3: just to like Psalms. And, and
1: Psalms, and frankly, <laughs> like also for yourself right. to be a part. You know what I mean? Be a part of trying to to bring a little bit of healing for a second. And maybe you don't say Psalms or whatever. Maybe you just turn in your own language and say, God, you know. Please, you know what I'm saying? Help this person, help their family, make a miracle for them, make it so that they're not really so injured. Bring them back, you know, destroy their enemies like take a moment. It's You're in a business meeting. Excuse me, everybody. There was a terror attack. We're just going to take 60 seconds. Sixty seconds. You don't have to give your whole day to it, mm. but just take sixty seconds, and then you also get to be that kind of person. Kol Israel, Aravim Zelazeh. Every all the Jewish people are are involved with each other, right? Or responsible and for friends each other. of the Jews and friends of the Jewish people. You can all be part of it. We That's should right. be. We should be not detached. It doesn't mean you have to take in the suffering and like, all, you know, live as if you're the family member of this person living in terror and not going to sleep. That's not what I'm talking about but I'm just saying, take a moment and and see what you can do for for the bringing the positive energy that's right that's right um, and that happened yet again, this terror attack
0: in hawara right now uh you know the hawara story of the uh, Jews coming down and burning some stuff in hawara it turned out to be a lot less than what everybody claimed, and in the beginning, there was a claim that some somebody was killed that was debunked, and that never happened and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but again, it happened on Hawar. Hawar is in Samaria, in northern Samaria. Um, and um, it's close to it's close to Shechem, Shechem, or so-called Nablus. Uh, I'm just making sure everybody understands what I'm talking about. Uh, that's where Joseph is buried. That's where there's beautiful communities of, of Itar, Habracha, uh, Itamar. Very beautiful places. Um, and one... Knesset member in the Otzma party uh, was able to pass a law, pass a law to undo the disengagement. By the way, how do you undo disengagement? What's the
1: disengagement?
0: The disengagement was the 2005 process by which Jews were evicted from northern Samaria and from the Gaza Strip. And there was a law that Jews were basically not allowed to live and travel in the northern right Samaria. to be there at all. You're not oh, supposed to be there. Right, that's a disengagement law. And uh, somebody gave me the idea of what is the opposite of the disengagement law, the engagement law, right? right. And it was like, it's engagement. It's re-engagement, re-engagement, not disengagement. And this, uh, this Knesset member, her name is Limor Sonhar Melech, her husband was killed in a terror attack in Chomish. She was injured as well. You could still see even a scar. She has a scar from it. <coughs> the reason I mentioned this is because I saw her yesterday in the Knesset and I said, Limor, like, Wow you know what a what yeah, beautiful, a beautiful ma-gal. opportunity
1: for her personally incredible
0: what a closing of a loop right like your husband was 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 killed there in these places jews were kicked out and you've made a past the law now to re to to reallow jewish people to to live in these places
1: or at and least she, to start to be in these right places. Th- that's
0: right you're, you're right
1: they're, they're, they're not building they're, they're not, right. not supposed to run over there tomorrow and start building uh
0: she cried plants. she cried when i told her that. Oh. she was she was like she's like yeah you don't know how, the, how how moving this is for me uh, that I was able to fix this to fix this uh and for us who 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 the the whole disengagement was a very formative thing. We were right. there in two thousand five and now in twenty twenty three to see it uh, to see it reversed right yeah uh, is 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 very moving. Um, however that has also brought in a lot of discourse about what the Jewish yearnings are. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, uh, and here is this law, which is the return to Samaria law. And then there were statements made by Minister Smutrich, who, which were... Uh, well, he
1: didn't just make statements. He was standing behind a podium with a map.
0: Right, well, that's, there was basically three things. First he said, and then he apologized for a statement about, yeah, khawar, you know, khawar should burn, something like that. Uh, and and what he really meant, but I think I think and he clarified it, and I think very fairly, is he said, yeah, you know, like the terrorists, the bad guys, and the army should get the, rid of the bad guys. I really think that that's what he meant. Uh, but that statement came out that upset both the Arabs, uh, the, you know, and the Americans. And then he made yet another statement, uh, standing behind a map of the uh, Israel plus Jordan, the original the Greater map. Land of
1: Israel. Well,
0: it's to be more accurate, it's the mandates. For Palestine, original map, what became later Jordan and Israel, but originally was supposed to be just Israel. He was standing behind the picture of that map, and he said, "There is no Palestinian people. It's 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 a it's a made up it's a made up construct." I think what he meant by that is not that there's no people today that identifies Palestinian, because it's obvious that there is. I think what he was saying is there's no historic Palestine. I think that that just that that statement is true. Right, or if there's
1: a nation of Palestine, it is a modernly created nation
0: right but those statements together with the law together with the fact that ramadan is starting today right all together uh <laughs> you know let's say let's say the weather outside is the temperature is cool but the politics is hot right yes now. the situation is 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 hot in israel uh and i was actually uh, brought uh i was i was interviewed on i-24 yesterday uh, to talk about this stuff And to talk about uh, this law The disengagement law The re-engagement law Or the override of disengagement Yes The re-engagement law Yeah uh, And also about the future of Israel And the Gaza Strip So let's take a listen to uh, My discussion yesterday in I-24
1: I believe that the withdrawal sin will be fixed We are in a process of national understanding I don't know how many years it will take Unfortunately the return to the Gaza Strip will include many casualties, as was the departure from the Gaza Strip. There's no doubt that Gaza is a part of Israel, and a day will come when we will return to that area.
3: Look, Ishai, as you're aware, a lot of questions and, and you know concerns around what's happening right now. Prime Minister Netanyahu, on the other hand, saying there will be no new settlements. Do you agree, You know, where, where's this issue going? Where, is this a breakthrough moment for the settlement movement? What's gonna happen? Uh, first
0: thing, David, it's great to come to you uh, from the Knesset. I'm one of the uh, kind of smoking areas right outside of the Knesset building. Uh, and I'm very proud today to be able to discuss uh, the repeal of the, let's call it, evil or incorrect or broken uh, 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 disengagement law of 2005 that kicked Jews out of their ancestral homeland in Gaza and also in northern Samaria. I went to the army. Uh, I served uh, in the paratroopers. Our training base was in Sanur, which was this beautiful area in Northern Samaria. Uh, Suddenly came this law. I called the disengagement law. It was really the Americans were were very much in favor of it, and and it, they 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 pushed it along. And the Jewish people in Israel said this is a bad idea. We said uh, the voters of the Likud, you know, uh, had a uh, referendum. We said no, it's a bad idea to kick Jews out of these places. First thing, it's our ancestral homeland, and second, you're going to create a terrorist state in these places. That's exactly what happened. We were kicked out of our homeland. Uh, it was undermined our our ancestral rights, uh, and at the same time, empowered the jihad. Uh, to take over uh, gaza and then we've had already since then you could count it maybe five wars it's hard to count because there's been so many mini wars along there as well basically we were promised that we were going to get security uh quote-unquote settlers people that don't believe that land giveaway to the jihad is a good idea i uh, said we're just going to get uh, rockets rained upon us that's exactly what happened finally this knesset in 2023 repealed that law of the disengagement and uh now we're going to have free access to move in our ancestral homeland in Northern Samaria. Is that the next uh, step,
3: Bishai? Will there be new settlements established soon? Uh, we'll see about that. You saw the, the statement by, by
0: Prime Minister Netanyahu. But the simple fact is, is that the law says we'll be able to travel there, drive through there, have picnics there. Uh, you'll be able to go to places like Khomish and Senor. Uh Surely, uh, I'm, I think it's no secret that uh, Jews that believe in the integrity of of the ancestral homeland, uh, what I call the heartland of the Holy Land. Uh, want to see our communities rebuilt there?
3: You said Maybe. I want to put this to you in a different way here right now. And of course, you know, all the things you're mentioning, you're right. The ideas behind the 2005 withdrawals that were supposed to create an environment that would foster peace, yeah, that hasn't happened. You know, and we're fully, fully aware that really nothing positive has been developed on the ground. But what are the prospects for long-term peace? Separation, call it avoiding a one-state solution from the Palestinians who aspire to national independence in these areas. Where does it go with them?
0: That's a big question, you know, that's a big question, I, you know, we don't believe that the Palestinians have a right for national self-determination on our ancestral homeland. Uh, The Arab world is huge, much bigger than the United States. It's got 400 million Arabs, 22 Arab countries, and more Muslim states as well. Uh, This small portion of the Middle East is our ancestral homeland. It's so recognized by international law in 1917, 1920, 1922. uh, The mandate for Palestine was a mandate for a Jewish Palestine. Uh, And so we believe that this is our land and we believe that actually the way towards peace is not by giving up and allowing elements like the jihad to take over your land and then fight wars with them uh, uh, from from within your own land but it's to be strong in the Middle East that's that's the way that's the way you make it around here you hold on to the line uh, you make sure that your tribal lands stay strong and then you reach out like the Abraham Accords to fellow Arab countries to our fellow Semitic uh, cousins and say to them okay let's have a strong Jewish state surrounded by strong Arab states and that's actually the way forward uh, to regional peace. Sheesh, I got to get
3: sweat. your thoughts on Gaza. Are, are you advising or is, is you know, Minister Ben Gvir is, is Gaza the next push, you know, to sort of repeal the laws prohibiting settlement in Gaza?
0: Look, the reality is, is that today Gaza, sadly, is a jihadistan, a Hamasistan. Uh, and it's not a, it's got two million Arabs. They are under the thumb of the. Uh, of the Hamas it would be nice to liberate them uh, from this evil regime like it's a little bit like Afghanistan over there uh, I don't think there's any plans for that right now and we'll keep on bleeding and fighting uh, with the rockets and with the issues that come out of there because we made a historic mistake it's not so easy to rectify that but northern Samaria is much easier to rectify there isn't a huge you know, Hamas population there
1: don't worry The Ishai Fleischer show will be right back, so stay tuned. Okay, so good job, Ishai. Yeah, so I like that guy, the interviewer guy. He's okay, Dave. He's all right. He's all right.
0: He's all right. He's He's fair enough. Yeah, Yeah. he's okay. I, I, yeah, all I look, all I need is like a, like a, just give me a fair shake. That's all. Uh, There's you mean
1: let people say the things that they want to say when they you bring them on the show? Yeah.
0: Speaking of that, speaking of people saying what they want to say when you bring them on the show. Uh, we got an email from a lot of people. Uh, we got an email from uh from Sender. Uh, or no, no, Serene. I don't know. Serena in New York City. And serene writes, Dear Isha and Malka, your last two podcasts were
1: absolutely fantastic Ooh, in you.
0: every respect.
1: Wow, thanks so much. <clears throat>
0: Uh, And uh, she adds, I guess, she says, uh, The rhetoric that Gantz and Lapid used today in response to B.B.'s comments regarding the protest was beyond atrocious. Particularly Gantz, who had gone from warning about a civil war that he is speaking into existence to now saying it is currently happening. Both of these men are speaking civil war into existence. I am literally flabbergasted and deeply saddened. Um, And and, uh, she goes on. <clears throat> it is fine for people to be against the judicial reform, but not to incite the public, particularly from their leadership positions, to civil war. Their speaking civil war into existence is no, is is so beyond the realm of acceptability. It truly makes me question whether they are Jewish. Hit, Hitler would literally pay them both billions of dollars to do what they are doing if he were still alive. Ooh, ooh, okay,
1: ooh, ooh. all right. There's controversial.
0: That's right. It's strong words, uh, but the point is, is that in simple terms why promote right 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 you're promote... destroying the
1: country you're destroying yeah. the jewish state that we work so hard for right exactly yes
0: uh, another uh, another uh, thought here called thoughts and protests in israel from bert Hello, one thing you must know is that these protests are not being led from the inside of Israel. This Mm -hmm. is not normal politics. This is paid for and driven by people from the outside. The George Soros and the Bill Gates and the WF uh, World Economic Forum does not care about right and wrong. They are are not one of the tribes of Israel. So why are they paying for and funding the protest? Just like in the States, Uncle George paid people to protest he physically hired them to go out and be agitators this whole thing is following the exact playbook that was used once against president once president trump was elected people like you are are playing by the rules in normal political decorum the folks driving this thing have something else in mind and do not care about regular political decorum so you cannot apply normal political thinking to this event keep up the good work bert thank you bert <clears throat> i i mean i think both of those emails have have truth in them that's for sure i mean um, it's good
1: that people can see that this is not like there's some people who really think that this is all about democracy they're still like stuck in there right and it's good that some people can see through all that
0: mm-hmm. you're right you right. realize
1: that this is not about preserving democracy i mean this is about preserving democracy but the people who are against judicial reform are not the people who are trying to preserve democracy that's right bunca um, they're trying to preserve secular liberalism in a country that's increasingly interested in being a Jewish country.
0: Right. That's right. That's right. And there's just there's just attention. In fact, there's a great video that I saw of Tel Aviv style protesters next to ultra orthodox protesters. The ultra orthodox are in a big circle and they're like dancing and singing their Kind of protest song, and the, the Israeli flag. People are waving the Israeli flag, and uh, and the Tel Aviv folks. That's what they're doing over there, and they're yelling "Busha, Busha, shame!" And the other ones are singing some kind of Jewish song, like "We will not, over- we will not be overcome." And and I, you I put that up on social media. I right? put that up on social media, and I thought it was, um, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought that that uh, it kind of showed the two different tribes that we have here uh, in Israel at the same time, and. Um, And I made a joke out of it. I said, look, it's, you know, it's Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and here's these, you know, two different tribes doing their devotion dances. One is devoting to democracy. The other one is devoted to God, and they're in close proximity kind of Jews. It just goes to show you, though, that really it's all about what is in your software. What's running in your head? What's running in your head is everything. Yeah. It really is everything. Uh, Malka, I do want to say to you that uh, we... Thanks so much to the, folk that make this, the folks that makes the show happen, like Yochavet Seidman, Moshe Herman, Ben Bresky, Tabitha, and Lewin were live. These guys make the show happen, all right? And we have uh, excellent uh, sponsors of the show, but I want to tell you that we have a new one, and I'm very excited about that. I'm excited that we have a new uh, advertiser slash sponsor of the show, which is Kosher Cycle Tours. Woo! That's right, Monica.
1: Tell me about it.
0: Uh, it is a road cycling tour company that caters to Jewish cyclists. Founded by a orthodox road cyclist, the company aims to provide you with fabulously rewarding, well-supported riding experiences in Europe and in Israel. Wow. Along with great kosher food. Yeah, miny- kosher food. Minyanim, which is prayer quorums, wonderful Shabbos experience, and more. Uh, For 2023, KCT Kosher Cycle Tours Nice is offering tours in the Holy Land and in Europe. Our destinations and routes offer, we said, you know, you have beautiful mountain views and iconic climbs, passos, mountain passes, and dolomites, coals, mountain passes in the Alps, and climbs through. That's the problem, Malka. You don't know because you haven't been on a kosher cycle. Well, maybe I will. Okay, through the Alps, through the Alps. And, and for the super tour, you could go from the Alps all the way to Israel. No, I made that up, but that would be amazing. Okay, in the Alps, a climb through Israel. We also reach the lowest points on earth, the Dead Sea. Our goal is that you tour with us. Uh, the tour will be ex- exhilarating and rewarding. And if you're looking to stretch yourself, we are here to help you reach new heights, pun intended. Okay, so, ah, nice. so KosherCycleTours.com. tours.com.
1: That's great. Wow. With Pesach coming up, uh, it sounds like something fun to look into for the family.
0: Yeah, it's but I
1: think it's I,
0: but I think it's for people who I think there is definitely family and everything for like but many
1: I, day many day trips. It's for
0: people who want to do some serious cycling, you know what I mean, and really want great bicycles. Well, you know,
1: you're trying hard to burn off the matzahs. Matzah has like one little matzah has like 350 calories. Does it? Yeah. It's yeah. so unfair.
0: Oh my god.
1: I mean, maybe that's part of the maybe genius that's part, of it. Yeah, it's maybe like a part high the... calorie on the go food.
0: Well, maybe it, maybe it, maybe it bespeaks of the fact that it is highly compact and and potent
1: yeah nutrient dense not just nutrients oh spiritually Spir- dense. It's,
0: it's a spiritually dense thing it's like mm. that's right don't be spiritually dense be spiritually <laughs> dense you know what i mean uh spiritual density
1: which is my band name
0: <laughs> spiritual density that's 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 a that's a funny um uh what's it called Idi- not idiosyncrasy what's it called the uh, when something conflicts with itself uh, irony uh, y- no hold on there's another word any case whatever I got stuck I got stuck on that word uh, but it doesn't matter um, I'm sure I'm sure it'll give a chance for folks to write in and I want people to write in Yhaishaifleer.com Yishai uh, so that's kosher cycle tours and that's awesome and uh, and we're proud that uh, they're joining us uh, on the um, um, on the sponsorship uh, s- circle here. The 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 fun uh, the fun sponsorship circle that is uh, on the Yishai Fleischer show, and we have many other folks that make this show happen, including the delectables offered to you at yes, Prohibition pickle. Prohibition pickle. That's right. You cannot you cannot go on without without uh, a little bit Yishai, of Yishai. How
1: good was the chopped liver and oh. challah sandwich that I made you this oh week at God. a prohibition I pickle? Oh my I became such liver. a
0: better Jew in one shot. You had hali, yeah Khali okay? bread, yeah, Khali bread with a with a with a uh, uh n- not with a liberal smattering of uh, chopped liver chop liver, and then you I had felt like
1: I was a good wife when I put that and you had these little
0: us. cherry tomatoes grown in Israel, yes, and then um what else did you have on there
1: a little bit of harif,
0: of course that's the uh, you know spicy sauce i need a little spicy sauce what's our spicy you sauce like sriracha. sriracha you have
1: shockingly in like the last six months gone through pretty much single-handedly an entire bottle of sriracha
0: i like i like spiciness i like spiciness and and so that was from prohibition pickle that was that was that was an excellent product from them really their chopped liver and I notch.
1: of course had my cauliflower, my my fermented cauliflowers,
0: cauliflower crunch. That's what oh, I like to call. So it. Good, num- it's so good, num- so crunchy. Num- You're like, I hear you in the in
1: kitchen. My <laughs> it's like low cal. Yeah. You got the the pickliness. My guts happy.
0: Oh, oh. Do you know that 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 there is a Jewish tradition to make pickled products right before Pesach very carefully so you don't have any chametz in it, but 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 pickled. Uh, what's it called fermented pickles pickles yeah pickles and other things for passover because the sadducees did not believe that that people should eat fermented pickles
1: the sadducees being
0: being like the uh bible literalists
1: the people who rejected the oral torah basically right
0: exactly they and said that
1: only the written torah is the law
0: right so they interpreted that you're not allowed to have even any pickled stuff instead of just from from grains uh, and uh, the rabbis were like, no, 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 that's wrong, and therefore you should eat pickles on Passover. Eat pickles on Passover. Did you ever hear that?
1: Uh, no. I always thought I'd heard one different thing, I don't know where it comes from, that you're not supposed to eat things with chometz, with vinegar, because it sounds like chometz. Well But I like your one better.
0: Yeah, eat eat the, yeah. The, 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 the vinegar. Eat that stuff, okay? But
1: that's Jewish for you. One guy's like, you absolutely should not, should not be eating... This one thing
0: Right and the other guy's like, what, like are what are you What are you That I'm
1: gonna be eating The whole time Right What are you What's with you What are you a Sadducee What's going on with you
0: Alright Anyway Or a carite, whatever. Whatever um, Okay So that's uh, Our good friends At Prohibition Pickle Chop liver order For this Shabbat It is fabulous Pro- This is a pickle, very good week To
1: make orders By the way oh At Prohibition Pickle Because you know That like your friends Are sweating To, co- to clean for Pesach That's right and you want to like make it easier, bring them a meal. That's and Chaim right. has very good cooked food. Also, we talk right. a lot about the pickles. But so, if
0: you're a gentile, yeah, and he you makes love, all
1: kinds of yummy cooked. If foods. you're a
0: gentile and you love your friends in Israel, you know this is the this this weekend. Next week are the tough weeks to make food because we're so busy cleaning up the house and there's a whole kitchen problem. There's like this intermediate oh, zone. Don't talk. I so, just got
1: a little little nervous. Little knot. In my you stomach. got a little
0: Jewish knot. Okay. All I'm saying yeah. is this is a good time to send your friends some prohibition pickle, prohibitionpickle.co.il. Uh, also, it's also time. This is all about, today's the day of time. Today's where time begins, Rosh Chodesh. Yes. Rosh Chodesh Nissan is when when the clock starts, and therefore you gotta, there's nothing more retro, more back to basics than retro watch guy. Nice. Where the clocks start. That's okay? right. And here I am wearing my Tissot. See there? Nice, there she is. There she is right there, okay? And you can get a retro uh, watch from Metro Watch guy and just this is the day to do it if you're going to buy a watch this is the day I bought my watch on Rosh Chodesh nice. plus Nissan. it's nice
1: to give uh, you're supposed to get like presents for people on Pesach.
0: Yeah, when was the last time you got your husband a present? He's always getting you a present. I
1: got you a present. What? Mhm.
0: Oh. Oh, dingily do.
1: It wasn't a watch cuz you already have a watch that you really love.
0: I'm excited. Is it a new Ferrari? Vroom, Did vroom, you vroom. want a new Ferrari? No, I want an older one. With I'm the, saving up for that. With the gated I have my gearbox, just, jar. I want
1: to put that. Put put Ferrari. Ferrari I want to put that Ferrari. I want to put
0: that Ferrari into six gear. I just want that to happen one time in my life. I just want to be like
1: listeners. <laughs> whoever <laughs> I mean, out there has a Ferrari, please invite you have, over to. Put I that have thing friends into with Ferraris.
0: So they 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 just they just never actually take it out. That's the problem with Ferraris. They're always like, "Look where my are you Ferrari. gonna go?
1: Where are you gonna go next to Target and drive around in the parking lot? Like, there's nowhere to go." <laughs> Not a
0: bad idea, Malka. Not a bad idea. Um... Um, okay, and then, okay, what else do we got, Monka? We got the good f- folks. Uh, at So that's Prohibition Pickle. That's, uh, that's Retro Watch Guy. That's uh, Kosher Cycle Tours. We got the Israel Bible. The Israel Bible. That We're about to get to the, uh, t- right, that's right. Let's get to the Bible. Get your own Bible at Israel365.com. Your own Israel. Pff, I'm, I'm, I got a lot of stuff in my head right now, so it's easy for me to get confused. The Israel Bible is made by the folks at Israel365. Yes, you said that. But it's found at theisraelbible.com and coupon code Yeshai for one of the most beautiful Bibles that you can that you could own. So it's just that simple. It's, it's a winning product. It's fabulous. And uh, if we're talking already about Israel365.com, which is a wonderful website for biblical perspective news on the land of Israel. There's also two websites which we're associated and affiliated with, which we're very proud of. One is jns.org. Very powerful. Excellent email. On the ball analysis, the best the best website for the op-eds. There's no yeah, better very good, uh, there's no very good better op-eds. op-eds. There's just plus no the
1: Ishai Fleischer show broadcasts on JNS.
0: There it is. There it is. Oop, there it is. That's right. And then also you could go to uh, JewishPress.com. Excellent email. Very informative. Nothing like David Israel and his witty little sarcasms of analysis about what's happening in and Israel. And they
1: really cover the news that you care about.
0: They cover the news. You you go to these two websites, you'll be you'll be you'll be in the know. You'll be in the know. You read the Bible, you read these two websites jns.org and jewishpress.com, you're in the know. That's it. And you listen to the show, Bang. then you're then you're not only in the know, you're in the spirit. Okay, very good. Spiritually so that's, dense. That's right. Spiritual density here on the Yeshay Fleischer, folks. And, and Mucket, and I really want to thank you. You oftentimes call me dense, and, I, and I, <laughs> I want to thank you for that.
1: Well, we do have some other people to thank, and that's all of our friends out there in the world who um, keep us caffeinated. Thank you so much to Krista for the coffee.
0: You mean spiritual coffee, spiritually dense coffee. Yes. Uh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about buymeacoffee.com forward slash yishai. That's, That's right. right. That's great support, and our friend Krista knocked it out, yeah, you know, in support. And thank you so Did much. You give for us that. the energy
1: to stay up all night cleaning for Pesach. That's right.
0: That's uh, right. And also uh, spiritually. Speaking of spiritual density, uh, we wouldn't be any we wouldn't have any spiritual density if it wasn't for the densest of all spiritual places, which is that that exact point uh, where God reveals Himself on Earth, which is on the Temple Mount. And you could go to the Temple Mount. Uh, through uh, folks that are extremely spiritually dense, and that is Uh They do a great job of getting you up there. My friend MJ and Rabbi Levy will get you up there in in purpose and meaning and clarity and in uh, spirituality. Uh, you will come with a kernel of spiritual density that will change your life like a nuclear bomb, <laughs> okay? Like a, n- a spiritual nuclear bomb in your life. So that's highonthehar.com. And of course, to connect with it all, which is to be grounded, Yes Uh, In the roots of the Jewish peoplehood In in the future of our history And that is Hebronfund.com Excuse me Hebronfund.org The Jewish community It's Hebron.com Or Hebronfund.org And that's the place where uh, We get to connect to the forefathers and mothers And it's my great honor and privilege to work To beautify and and strengthen that town every single day So that's Hebronfund.org Okay, Malka I think we covered everybody Of course also the Land of Israel Network They make it all happen Uh, for us let's take a tiny little break of the land of israel network founded by uh, ari and jeremy uh, ari abrahman's jeremy gimpel awesome guys and of course tabitha yocheved lou and we're live moshe herman and ben ben Bresky, the one and only let's take a tiny little break manka and we'll be just right back with just one last Torah to thought lots of love folks from the land of israel let's do just a little bit more of torah and we'll be right back
1: Hello, my
2: name is Anthony Barrett and I'm from Dublin, Ireland and I'm here uh, volunteering in the land of Israel, which I love with all my heart. All the way from Ireland, we listen to the Yeshay Flesher Show. I'm one of many Irish people who love and support the nation of Israel and the people of Israel and we pray God's blessing and protection
1: on
0: you. Yeshay Fleischer Show, Malka, I just want to say today is the first day of Nissan. Uh, I have a book here called The Book of Our Heritage One of the most important books If you need to buy a book About the basics of Judaism I've got two recommendations I always tell people My recommendation is Buy yourself the blue Art scroll Stone chumaj uh, the 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 five books of Moses is called the Stone Chumash, and the other book that I recommend so much it comes in different sizes and different prints, but one it's called the Book of Our Heritage, the Book of Our Heritage by Eliyahu Kitov. You want to understand the story of Judaism, you get these two books, you're done, you'll get everything. Okay, that's really the basics. That's the basics of the Jewish life. Right. Um, so. It says here, the first day of Nisan, that's today. Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Malka, has a special glory of its own, more than any other day of the year, for it is the first day of the month, which was designated as the first of all months. It's Rishon. Rishon. Today is Rishon. Today's first. Like the first word in Torah is Bereshit. This is the first. This is the first day in the beginning. Today is in the beginning, Mama. Nice. It was this day that God chose for the dedication of the tabernacle, excuse me, tabernacle, as the day in which his presence began to rest in the midst of Israel. So th- Today was the day that God's shechina, God's presence, came into Israel, which means that this is the day that the presence came into the
1: world. When Hashem came into the tabernacle for the first time, you're saying? That's right. But w- would you not say that Hashem first came into the world when he brought, I mean, Hashem had come into the world before that?
0: Listen to this, Malka. Yeah. The, our sage just said, the first of Nisan was crowned with 10 crowns. Are you ready
1: for 10 crowns? I don't know. Are they light, heavy?
0: These are going to be beautiful crowns, Maka, and a nice Jewish lady like you should be excited when you're offered a crown, <laughs> okay? Yeah. It was the first day of creation, yes. according to one, one interpretation. It was the day when the first of the princes of the tribes, Nachshon ben Aminadav, offered his sacrifice. It was the day when Aaron began his duties as a Kohen. From until then the divine divine service had been the, t- the task of the firstborn it was the first day of the communal divine service it was the first day that the divine fire descended from heaven it was the first day that the sanctified portions of the sacrifices were eaten only within certain sanctified limits For when sacrifices uh, could be offered on private altars, the sanctified portions of the offerings could be eaten anywhere. Bottom line is finally like areas were sanctified. It was the first day which God's presence dwelt among the people. As the verse says, I will dwell in your midst. It was the first day on which the Kohanim blessed the people with a special priestly blessing, Malka. And Aaron lifted up his hands and blessed them. It was the first day on which the use of private altars became prohibited and it was the f- and it finally it was the first day of the beginning of the, the month the
1: use of private altars was prohibited that's
0: right no more private altars
1: people were doing private altars
0: yeah bamot yeah yeah you could you that's right in various parts of history jews were allowed before the tabernacle and also by the way after the tabernacle was destroyed there was some time where 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 again uh altars were allowed private altars but then jerusalem was revealed and was over Mm. basically once jerusalem was revealed you were not allowed to do any more private altars that's something that we should all understand like god's like yeah god is here god is there god is truly everywhere right there's like a song like that but no like like to offer up uh a, a sacrifices to god it's in yerushalayim once it was revealed that this was the place no other place uh uh, uh uh you know is 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 allowed for that according to judaism um so but we're not made legal but there's something beautiful about that 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 fact that you can't do it in your backyard anymore or in a holy other you know special place means that that's how holy jerusalem really became right. today's the day of revelation yes and so, so it's ironic that today in in like Tel Aviv, it's also a day of what is it decomposition? Uh, uh, no, yeah,
1: decomp-
0: <laughs> a day. Wait, uh, what are
1: they calling it? They're de- calling it National National uh, Confusion Day. Down Day.
0: National uh, 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 Recalcitrance Day. National Anger Day of fellow Jews. National Sinat Chinam Day. National yeah. Sinat Chinam Aww. Day. Uh, National. Um, oh, then again, you know what? Let me be fair. Let me be fair. In uh, the- in,
1: in the J Post, they're calling it Day of Yeah. This is what they call it, Day of Paralysis, which sounds bad. Day I feel like paralysis. that's a bad market. I, wanna, I wanna,
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna go stretch right now. I'm feeling Day of
1: Paralysis. I'm feeling. I'm
0: feeling like Day of. Uh, I don't want no Day of Paralysis. You should tweet that, market. Be like, Day of Paralysis. Is that really what you want to be doing in your life? But you know what? Just to be fair, I want to be fair because I have people who are friends and people on the other side of the aisle. In their mind, they are out there. You know, fighting for democracy in their mind, they're making sure that the country continues to be Jewish well, and democratic. With all the
1: love in the world, what people are doing in their minds has a big has a big impact on everybody else's mind.
0: That's right. So it's
1: very it's good and 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 it's very nice of you to acknowledge their good intentions. But uh, I don't agree some with their per- uh, But some, I want in to in some air cases, it out. In some cases, someone could be right and someone could be wrong.
0: For sure, Malcolm, I'm just trying to air out their. I don't want them to think that here on the Ishai Fleischer show, this safe haven of truth. Yes. I don't want them to be like, I didn't even get a chance to get my 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 viewpoint aired out. Uh, that wouldn't be fair. Um, because because still though, one of the ways to fight for a discourse is to be uh, a champion of discourse, and I think that I try also to give people a chance, and and on our social media and stuff, we try very hard not to like go ad hominem and get into that whole dark way of uh of the divisiveness that that plagues the earth today all right so Maka, today is a day of revelation today is a day of god's shekhina. everybody say amen okay go ahead Maka. amen okay there you go give me a and, and Maka. you also have
1: uh we have a house guest we
0: have a house guest we have a star the cat yes uh, we're, is, we're babysitting Yeah, this we're this cat sitting this, this giant furry cat uh from uh, the gimpels is, is with us right now uh, and that's it. I want to wish everybody really a lot of uh and uh, mazaltov Don't make today a day of paralysis. Yeah. No. Let's not make today a day of paralysis. Let's make today a day of revelation.
1: Yes, good one.
0: Yeah. Day. I agree. Yeah. Amen to that. Not day of paralysis. Day of revelation. Let's let's be let's day, day of, of 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 embodiment. The opposite of paralysis. The, a day of, of 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 unity. A day of of, of light. You know, and, uh, and a day of getting ready for the great uh, holiday of redemption of Pesach. Makafleish, I want to thank you so much for being with me on this fine show yes. today. You are loved and beloved. Ditto. The land of Israel, the good land, is calling out to you to be part of it. Uh, Yesterday, I met some important people. I said to them, did you buy an apartment yet in Israel? They're like, we got to get back to our hotel. I'm like, hotel, it's time for you to own an apartment in the land of Israel. That's what it's time for. Um, and in fact, I want to start advertising somebody who's selling uh, uh, apartments here in the land of Israel. I want to start advertising somebody because because I want to help people get that house in Israel. I want to help them get that house. I want them to, to, to move in. I want them to drink that wine from the land of Israel. I want them to read that art scroll book. I want them to get on that El Al plane and, and, and be part of it. Be part of it. The more we're part of it, the more we're not in a day of paralysis, but a day of Revelation. Thank you so much for all of you. God bless you. Be strong out there. Together we are stronger. Don't let the dark forces get you. Forget the darkness. It's bogus. We got to get big. We got to get strong. We got to get lit. Okay, we got to get lit up. We got to get tanked up. We got to get excited uh, about this great time that we're living. Maka Fleischer. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, Thank you. shalom everybody. And Kodesh Tov.
1: Kodesh Tov.